grand slam for Masters! A grand slam for Masters! Big hit, Mack just did it again. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. The spotlight never brighter. The stakes never higher. The cowbell never louder than right Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 11 of the Put It in the Vault podcast. I am August Fort, alongside my partners, Bates. Seattle Super Bowl. Noah. Titan Super Bowl. And Ernest. Put me in the draft, boy. <laughs> this might be the greatest episode of the Put It in the Vault podcast of all time. Joe Moorhead has officially been fired and has now left Mississippi State University as the worst coach of all time. Bates, how do you... You, you were a Moorhead supporter throughout most of the year. How do you feel about the firing? He's the only football coach who never lose to Ole Miss. Andy Canizero didn't lose to Ole Miss in baseball. He was a baseball coach, and Cohen's killing it. So are you – do you wish we would have kept him? Nope. No. I think he earned his – he earned the right to stay one more year uh, after beating Ole Miss. But, um, you know, when your best offensive player gets knocked out by your best defensive player, um, that'll cause you to lose the job. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely not pretty. No, what do you see from the outside? Um, from an Ole Miss perspective, definitely a little disappointed. Wish I would have kept Moorhead for one more year. I like the way he was coaching this team. Um, but I think from like a, a, a non-biased perspective, it's a good move. Definitely a good move. I, I've gotten on Moorhead all year, so I, don't, I feel like there's nothing more I need to say other than he was a terrible coach and a terrible person. And he's the last thing I'm going to say about Joe Moorhead – he should have given Keaton Thompson at least one chance at the quarterback position. He did in that LSU game. And I'll, and I'll leave it at that. That's all I'm going to say. But moving on from that, who should the next head coach be, Bates? Well, everyone I've named uh, took a job somewhere else. So well, <laughs> I'm going to stick with I'm gonna stick the, the first name I said. Uh, he's still on the board. Mike Leach. Mike Leach? Mike Leach. You think Mike Leach could succeed in the SEC, succeed in the SEC West? There's a chance. But you, no, you think you could? You know, when when your best defense is, yeah, there's a chance. I no, think that speaks for itself. Never tell me the odds, okay? <laughs> Do you have a better idea? Uh, yeah, Jason Garrett. That's, Bill that's my Clark, go-to. UAB. He's about the only guy left that I feel like would be good. My original dude looks like he's going to take the offensive coordinator position at Oklahoma State, Todd Munkin. But... Every, I, I think it'll be Sarkeesian. I think legitimately, I, really I, think, I think he's coming in Sarkeesian. I really I don't want Sarkeesian. Steve Sarkeesian to be our Ole coach. Ole Miss and Mississippi State are going to get the last two Alabama offensive coordinators. I just don't think Steve Sarkeesian can be a good coach. I mean, he went to the Falcons and was terrible. He was terrible. I just don't think he – I don't think he I – don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like Gene Chizik. Oh, he pulls himself out. I don't like Butch Jones. I don't like any of those guys. Some some offensive coordinators make good head coaches, but yeah, I don't think he's ready to handle the whole team. He proved that. So I want a head coach to be our head coach. I agree. From another school, because Morehead yeah, was coach. offensive coordinator didn't work. Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips. That's not a head. No, it's not. He's like eighty years old. <laughs> That'd be an interesting hire. I, I well, to, I, Belichick's career is up to Belichick's contracts up this season. What's his name? Is it actually? Yeah, uh, Willie Fritz. So, so Tom Brady. I'll take Willie Fritz. I like Willie Fritz also. I don't. I don't think his name's really been thrown around too much. But. 
I mean, they've thrown around basically every name that can be thrown around. No, we only throw around names that have already been hired somewhere. They, yeah, Urban they throw them around, Meyer. and then the next day they get hired. <laughs> Urban Meyer's not, not coming to Mississippi State. Not what about Joe much. Brady? He's at LSU until he's 60 years old. I don't think he'd be head coach material. You no, I don't so? either. I think he has one job, and he does it fantastically, and um, he doesn't need any, to worry about anything else. You think he could be a head coach in the SEC? He, he probably could one day. Uh, right now, tomorrow, if we heard Joe Brady. I, don't think I mean, I'd be sense. happy. Don't get me wrong. but I think over time he'd develop into a good head coach, but I think off the bat he wouldn't. Right now he doesn't have the experience as a head coach. He's a good offensive coordinator, but after that it's just – what about he's Grantham? Not, he's not even an offensive coordinator. Yeah. He's passing game coordinator. What, what about Grantham? Uh, you know, he's had a stay here at Starkville, and uh, it was the year after he left where we had the nation's best defense. Uh, so let that speak for itself. Those were his players, though. Mm-hmm. And they were Mullins players. May, most of his coaching. They, Grantham was here for one well. year, so he didn't bring that That's many true. people That's in. That's true. Yeah. We haven't – this was our first year in, like, seven seasons that we had a – Returning head coach, I mean uh, defensive coordinator. And it looks like we're going to be getting another one soon. I don't know. She might take that job. No, I saw. We don't have any options, okay? He was not. The report came out and said he was an option, and then the report came out and said, no, he's not. I think the firing of Joe Moorhead was a smart move coaching-wise, but timing-wise it was terrible. Yes, if we were going to fire him, we should have done it after the the egg bowl. Especially the good after thing is, is we could get comments. We could get uh, you know, some some people from Clemson or LSU who don't want to stick around. Uh, they're still on the board, but that's about it. You, you know, you're always talking about savings assistance will never be saved. Yeah, I don't want to want savings assistance. That's why I want someone from Clemson or LSU. Steve Sarkeesian. I don't want Sarkeesian, but I think he will be the coach. I want Mike Leach. When do you think they will announce the coach? Uh, yesterday is what I heard. That did not happen. Yesterday, <laughs> I, I I realize that now. So. Oh, that is today. And other coaching news: the Dallas Cowboys hired Mike McCarthy to be their next head coach. Do y'all think Mike McCarthy can su- succeed in Dallas? Yeah, I, th- I think he can. He's proven he can succeed at Green Bay. So I mean, he's won another, a Super Bowl. He's won a Super Bowl. He is the third. He's tied Ever. third right now for most playoff wins among current head coaches. I'm Bella Chicken. See, Carol. but mm-hmm. he had Aaron Rodgers. Tyler Carroll. Not for long. Well, true. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Not that Dak Prescott isn't a franchise quarterback. But now Aaron Rodgers is getting old. Not Ernest, terribly old. what did you just say about Dak? Dak no. isn't a franchise no, quarterback? No, I said not that he isn't a franchise quarterback, but he's, he's just, not Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy never got along. That's true. So, that, and that, they had mutual respect. And they I feel did. like Dak is easy to get along with. And I think they're going to get along. And the, I think if Mike McCarthy would have gotten along with Aaron Rodgers, they would have been that more. Deadly. I mean, he's been to three NFC championships. He won a Super Bowl. I think Jerry Jones went and got an established head coach in the league instead of taking a high risk on a big-time college name, which you never know what you're going to get. I felt like he was the safest. He had the highest floor. And he's one of the lowest ceilings. Yeah, his ceiling isn't terribly low. I mean, he, they can win a Super Bowl with Mike McCarthy. They can win a Super they Bowl. With, it, it's the talent that's going to win them. Mike McCarthy's yeah. not coming in and rebuilding the team. That's the difference. The talent was is already there. They just don't need to lose people and come out with better motivation and you know play with energy. I think he'll do good things to that team. I think they'll be a lot better under him than they were under Jason Garrett. And I think the Cowboys have one of the best rosters in the NFL. Oh, yeah. I think they have one of the best rosters. Yeah, I think once you have a head coach, his job's been in question, you start losing confidence in him and the whole team just starts falling apart. But once you come in there and now they're excited about having an established head coach, 
they're going to get some momentum building behind them. It's going to be interesting to see. Moving on from that, the Alabama's quarterback declared for the draft. Do you all think he made the right decision? Personally, yeah. I I don't think it mattered for him. Uh, He's going to go somewhere somewhere in the draft either way, I feel like, because – Gonna be more. Fra- I mean, what's he gonna be? You know, this second quarterback taken. I don't this think. Year. I don't think he falls far. If he wait a year, Dolphins. he's gonna be behind Joe Burrow this year. He's probably gonna be the next one taken. If he waits for another year, he'll be behind Trevor Lawrence to be the second quarterback taken. Either be second. So why not just? I think he'll fall late first round. You think he's gonna fall that late? I think he'll fall late, mid mid late. Why? Which, which quarterbacks in the late? Who are you taking no, over? I'm not, I'm not looking at quarterbacks you're taking over. I'm looking at teams that. They're yeah, yeah, take that's what I'm gonna say. Which teams in the late round needs a quarterback? No, no, he's going to go to a winner, which is make, makes this a good decision for him. Which but is good. why do you think they're winners because they already have quarterbacks? Yes, but okay, the Patriots get him. Tom Brady's what ninety years old at this yeah, point. Yeah, we, we already went through this with Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> so unfortunately, he goes to San Francisco. What makes you think he'll fall that late in the draft? If I'm an NFL coach, I'm looking at a Joe Burrow's a better quarterback. He's proven that this year by head and shoulders heights. But I think. Um, he's injury prone. That's the main big what red quarter, flag. There's quarterbacks in the high end of the draft that there's teams in the high end of the draft that need quarterbacks. Who are they taking over to? Easily Joe Burrow. Oh, besides uh, Joe Justin Burrow, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. I'm not I'm taking. Not taking Justin I would. Herbert I would take. Not over to. I hate, I would rather have a quarterback that can play me the full sixteen if they're going to seventeen next year. Seventeen a, games. Two will be back in April. We'll be able to throw the ball in April. Yeah, and then he'll play four weeks. Get us. Leg broken again, and then be. So you're out. saying he's injury prone? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's, his that's biggest your problem. biggest problem too is him being injury. Prone. I want to say Mississippi State has injured him twice in two years. I would I would rather have a, a quarterback who may not have the outstanding talent as Tua, but he's close to it with Justin Herbert. and He doesn't get hurt. I don't I don't think Justin Herbert can be anything, honestly. Like Tua can. Tua could be a Hall of Famer if he stays healthy. Well, he, he, here's why it's a better decision. Next next year. You have Justin Fields eligible for the, eligible for the draft. Trevor Lawrence eligible for the draft. Jake Fromm eligible for the draft. Jake Fromm is a Nah, Jake, Jake Fromm will return. Sam I don't Ellinger, think Jake Fromm's gonna be a bad NFL quarterback. I don't think either. If he fits into a good system like he does at Georgia, he'll be good. Uh, Sam Ellinger is going to the draft next year. He's a senior. Uh, but those are all four quarterbacks that are good quarterbacks, proven that throughout college. And You think if, Sam Ellinger is NFL caliber? I think he can make it in the NFL. I don't think he'll be a superstar, but I think he could be a good starter for a team he's that really barely, needs him. He'll be a backup. Be you know, I would take fi- him he's, over. He's, uh, he's above average in college, but he's not. not I would take him above Tua if Tua came back for a senior season and got hurt again. Well, yeah, because at then that he, point, Tua's got nothing. You're, that's true. you're drafting skeleton. Exactly. That, that, that's what you're drafting right now. You're going to draft – he's glass-boned. Super fragile. No, you, you still got. You well, they got a lot of time to make the decision, and I felt, I really felt like Tua was going to come back. I didn't think he should. I thought it would be a bad decision on his part, but the way everybody talked, the way he set it up with the tweets and the Instagram posts and all this, he had me convinced. I thought, I thought, I really thought he was going to come back. Yeah, this, that's not the way he wanted to end his career. I think he wanted to end his career the way he started it with the championship. I agree. I agree. But then I think he talked to some people, and people, and they told him you're going to miss out on potentially millions of dollars. So go ahead and enter the draft because you know he loves Alabama more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Which is Save why well. I think he's going to do better than Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. I mean, they say he's calm and all that. Like he's kind of like reserved. I'm not sure if he's got like 
the winning mentality, if you know what I mean, like, because he hasn't, like, expressed much emotion. He's kind of like Kawhi. Like, he's just kind of like, they're like, like, he's good. But That's like, the kind of quarterback you, I want. You, if you're going to compare the quarterback to Kawhi, one of the best players in basketball, <laughs> he's, he's I'll just take like him. Kawhi. I'll take him. That's what Sam Darnold is. In mentality. In mentality. Exactly. Did you just compare but. Sam Darnold to Kawhi Leonard? <laughs> yes. Oh, well, my he just com- He just compared Kawhi Leonard to <laughs> Justin the Herbert. Mentality. Yeah. The, 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 the mentality is there. It's there. Well, well, we'll see what happens to Tua come April in the NFL draft. But the big game in college football, the only one remaining, the national championship, Clemson and LSU in New Orleans. What a place for LSU to play. Noah, what are you expecting to see in this one? You want my prediction? Go ahead and give it to us. I'm thinking it's in New Orleans. It's where LSU lost their last national championship, but also where they won their last national championship. I think with the hometown crowd, I think LSU's going to pull through. Clemson's great. They got the experience. They got the, the mentality coming into it. But I, if, if LSU was going to look shaken up, I think they would have done it the first game as well. They would have looked different in the first game. You but see, I've been, I've been talking all year about the Super Dome. This anything to do with my pick. But I've been talking about the Superdome all year. And how tough it is to play there. But every time a team goes in there in the playoffs, it seems like it's not the Superdome isn't coming in clutch anymore. I mean, you saw the Minnesota Vikings go in there, wild card game, beat the Saints in the Superdome in their place. And that's that's because good teams aren't affected by crowds. You can send in your league average, below average teams, and yeah, they're going to get rattled. But when you send in the good teams, the teams that make the playoffs, the teams that make championship games, they're not worried about crowd influence. They've, they've got a mission. They're, they're on really, a business trip. I really feel like the crowd would influence Kirk Cousins, so at least. <laughs> Kirk, prime Kirk Cousins is coming out. He is hitting his stride. He finally won a primetime game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think LSU's got LSU looked phenomenal against Oklahoma, obviously. They set, like, bajillion records in the first half alone. So did Kansas State. Yeah, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's not a good football team. Oklahoma wasn't a good football team, but they're, they're, they're in the playoffs. They're just the fourth best in the nation. The four, yeah, they're not a good football team, but they're, they're in the playoffs. Let's just say Ohio State should have beat Clemson. I agree. That 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 quote unquote not a catch that was totally a fumble that that should have been reversed. That that won Ohio State the, the game. That was that was not a target. Uh, Refs are part of the game. That, that was that wasn't a target. I, mean, I think I think Clemson played Ohio State too close. For me to feel confident they're gonna pull through, oh, they're, they're setting you up. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a classic hustle. You play. Clemson play, played play, really play, good play. after the first yeah. quarter and a half. Maybe uh, what, it wasn't until Trevor Lawrence got uh, smoked, smoked, smoked in the and then yeah. he came back out and he was he was a different animal. It wasn't until Joe Burrow got smoked against UCF last year and came back and won the Heisman. And in the second I half, think, yeah, I mean second half. I mean, whoever hits the whoever gets the first big hit's gonna win. Joe Burrow's been playing for his his season this year. It's his senior year. He's been playing his heart out because this is the last chance he gets. This is his only shot at winning a national title game. He's gonna play the best he's ever played. Bates, give us give us your prediction, man. I wanna hear it. Coming into the year, uh, you know, everyone's talking about LSU's new wave offense. And I did not buy it. Uh, they got to the Texas game and I was like, This is where it falls apart. They succeeded. Come into Florida. I was like, this is where it ends. Pulled through. Auburn. Came through with the win. Alabama pulled it out. Georgia, one more. Didn't really feel that way about Oklahoma, to be honest. Uh, Oklahoma's defense is trash. So here I am uh, on the verge. Uh, you know, when, when does it fall apart? And I, I'm i going to be one for seven this year. Uh, it's going to be against Clemson. 
Clemson's going to beat them. Clemson's going to be the one to end it. What will be their formula for winning the game? Uh, they're going to uh, dominate time of possession with Travis Etienne. Uh, he's going to be the X factor. Because uh, we were going to be looking, of course, everyone's going to be looking at Trevor Lawrence. Um, Trevor Lawrence's legs were huge in that win versus Ohio State. Yeah. He ran the ball. But Travis Etienne's receiving is, is what separated them. They the cornerbacks had their uh, Justin Ross and uh, companies, yeah, all shut down out there. But they did not have an answer on how to cover Travis Etienne. Uh, I think LSU's going to game plan for that. Uh, work it if they go to a dime package though uh, to get extra cornerback to cover Etienne, then they're just going to pound it, and they're not going to have anyone who can bring him down. Ernest, who do you like? I like Ohio State over, but you know that's not going to happen. So uh, I like LSU. I like LSU. You like LSU? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just they haven't faltered at all this season. Like I thought, I thought Bama was going to take them down. It didn't happen. I think their weakest game was against Auburn, and they still looked good. Yeah, and Auburn beat Alabama. So I just think LSU's offense is they have ba- too many. practically unstoppable. I just don't see anybody stopping it. But here's the thing. Clemson has a legitimate shot at winning this football game because Dabo Sweeney is your coach, and Coach O is the coach at LSU. Nothing against Coach O. He's having a phenomenal year. But this is his first national championship, and Dabo's been the multiple. He has proven himself to be one of, if not the best coach in the country. And if anybody can win a big game, it's Dabo Sweeney. But I just feel like LSU's offense is too potent. I feel like their defense has a ton of playmakers. And I feel like they'll be able to slow down Clemson. And I think this is going to be a close game. The whole I don't expect this to be like Ohio State where somebody get up big and one team come back. I think this is going to be a great game the whole way through. Two all-time football teams battling it out. I saw a debate about... Whoever wins this game, would they be the greatest college football team? One of the greatest college football teams of all time. Base, what do you say to that? Uh, I don't think you can top 07 Boise State. They were they were unstoppable. They seem to win a national championship. You know, if we win national championships, be good. I, I don't. I don't. No. No. Tell me, crazy. Tell oh me, crazy. Oh my gosh. No. That me. is that is coming straight from a Mississippi State fan, <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell. All right, so do you? What do you? They won the about? greatest game of all time. Okay, I'm, I'm just gonna say it. You can't argue with that one. So, what do you think about the winner of this game being one of the greatest teams of all time, though? I think, I think if it's LSU. Yes, I think it's Clemson. No, Clemson played. One yeah, Clemson wins the game though. They be twenty-eight. No, they won't have that back to back. This is a, this is this season. This season, yeah, one season be this team. We don't get to factor in. But they would have beaten. If they, if they would have cons- beaten if LSU, you're LSU, if LSU Ohio State. But if you're saying if LSU wins, LSU would be considered the greatest, and if Clemson wins, then... That's because LSU played Alabama, Auburn, Florida, Georgia, Oklahoma, and now Clemson they would have to beat. That is six yeah, potential top ten teams at some point during the season. Granted, they're all not going to fall in there. <laughs> I definitely agree about LSU if LSU wins. The, the, t- the game will be... It'll be absolute dominance throughout the year from that team. And I believe the LSU Tigers will win this football game, despite what I said about Davo Sweeney and the Superdome not coming in. I feel like them people in New Orleans haven't had anything since Drew Brees won them a Super Bowl, and it's time for Joe Burrow to bring it back, a championship to New Orleans and the state of Louisiana. You're laughing, Bates. Why are you laughing? 
It's not gonna happen. That's why. After August saying that the Superdome was gonna be the factor, yeah. I want to change my vote. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he spent his whole rant talking about how Dabo's better and that Superdome won't come in clutch, and then picks LSU anyway. That's exactly right. Because I, I think like LSU's look that like good though. Better I think football. LSU's look that like good. LSU's the if better. Ste- if Stephen A. picks Clemson, then you know that LSU's gonna win. I, I well, think Stephen A. picks are bad or something. Yes. I think LSU's got the best offense in the nation. That's no question. I think their defense is good enough to make enough stops. To give them a win. I think it's going to be a great game, and I can't wait for Monday night in the Mega Room. It's going to be incredible. <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be lit in the Mega Room, dog. There's no bark on that right there. You can put that in the vault. <laughs> the Mega Room will be jumping Literally. on Monday night, and there's some more big games this weekend outside of college football. The NFL second round of the playoffs. Let's start with the Titans at the Ravens. The Titans slayed the Giant this. Saturday in Foxborough. Can the Titans slay another Giant in the Ravens? It's a, lot, that, it's a lot to call the Patriots a Giant. I think the Giant just got old. I think he got old and done <laughs> The Patriots are a Giant. They won a Super Bowl last year. Uh, two years ago. To be honest. Yeah, it wasn't last year. But he, yeah. he, he, he we're spending a lot of time help. talking about last year on this show. We're, I'm, we're worried about this season. He didn't have much help. The man has one Pro Bowl player on his team. That, are you talking about so, so that man didn't have that much help. He also was not a pro bowler. He has not been doing good himself. That's true. He's been very average. He has no receivers. Exactly. It's Julian Edelman. Edelman, yeah. Antonio Brown for one game. (laughs) The the curse of Antonio Brown. He had Josh Gordon, too, until he did drugs again. Yeah. Tell me he didn't have receivers. I mean, they they were there. Are you telling our listeners to stay off of drugs? Uh, I'm a big supporter of not doing drugs. (laughs) The first half of that sentence, do not construe it in any way. (laughs) Oh, man. So, can the Titans beat the Ravens, though? The Ravens no. smack the Titans. <laughs> I think they can. They finish smack You can put Lamar and his tight ends on the field, and that is in the Ravens' so I Yeah, I don't see the Titans. Henry, though. I don't see Titan. That That's the difference. I don't see the Titans' defense stopping uh, Lamar Jackson, but I think if they control time possession, similar to what I was saying about Clemson with Derrick Henry, uh, maybe the best running back in the NFL right now. Uh, you know, eat up some clock, you know, with some seven, eight-minute drives uh, leading to points, and then, you know, just, you know, capitalizing on one mistake. That's all they got to do. I think it's going to be a lot easier for the Ravens to capitalize on the Titans' multiple mistakes than it would be for the... Absolutely. A lot of things have to get right for the Titans to win this game, but I think it's possible. Um, that being said, I'm picking the Ravens. I'm also picking the Ravens. <laughs> Easy choice. Easy choice. Well, I'm going to go... I'm going to go a little be outside a man. the box here. I'm going to be, be, I'm gonna be bold. I'm going to pick the Tennessee Titans to beat the Baltimore Ravens. You put that in the vault? I'm going to put it in the vault. This is why I think the Tennessee Titans will beat the Baltimore Ravens. I think Derrick Henry is an absolute truck, okay? That dude's going to get the ball 40 times, and he can absolutely destroy a defense like you saw on Saturday versus New England. That defense was worn down in the fourth quarter, and there was no stopping Derrick Henry. The key to beating Lamar Jackson is to keep is keeping the ball out of his hands. And the way to keep the ball in his hands is to run it. Knowing, and the Titans have a running back to do that, to keep it out of his hands. And another thing, Lamar Jackson has been a great quarterback, but arguably the second-best quarterback in the last eight weeks has been Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. That man is putting up numbers. He has been one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL the last eight weeks, really come out of nowhere since Marcus Mariota got benched. He's been incredibly efficient. I think he's playing five football. He's been a game manager. He's handed ball. Derrick Henry's Did making. Did you just say the second best quarterback in the league has been a game manager? 
He is managing that game. That's part of, that's part of winning football games. you got to manage the game. He's not turning the ball over. Despite how good Derrick Henry might be, I, the Ravens have the number four rush defense in the nation, hey, in the league. So with, I don't think. Lamar Jackson on Madden 20? He's, nobody, he's stop him. Stop him. nobody's played with him. Because I'd rather have Lamar Jackson yeah, than Derrick Henry. Yeah, we don't play with him because we outlaw him. <laughs> we say no Ravens. I think the Titans' defense is stout, though. I think they can stop. I think they can slow, at least slow down Lamar Jackson. Name one number from the Titans' defense. I think the Ravens' defense Jeffrey can stop Derrick Henry. Jeffrey Simmons. All right, yeah. Jeffrey he's gonna be, he's gonna be the Simmons. The I, think, I think the Ravens can stop Derrick Henry. They have the number four That's defense. That's more likely. Yeah. It's more likely that the Ravens, the Ravens have a better defense playing against a less impact star. Agreed. I'm going to pick the Titans. I'm just going to I'm just gonna do it. I just, I'm going to be bold. I'm going to do it. I got the Titans. I'm going against the curve. We'll see how that goes. And uh, next game this weekend, the Texans at the Chiefs in the AFC. Noah, who do you like in that one? You got to give me a second on this one. This is, I think this might be the closest game of the weekend. This is going to be the toughest game. Deshaun Watson is so clutch, but at the same time, Patrick Mahomes is just a fireball. The, in the Texans back. have like, the worst defense in the NFL. The worst. Didn't look like it against Buffalo. That's true. The I mean, but you're looking at the Bills' offense. But you're, the Bills' offense that won 11 games this year. Deshaun Watson's a different animal when the game's alone. When Look, the, the Bills had that game under control and they just lost it. Yeah, thanks to the Texans' offense and defense making plays. Very true. I think the, the I think the Texans have the Chiefs have the talent advantage, but the Texans have uh, more momentum. You know, coming off a big win like that in overtime. As close as they played the Bills. Even though Deshaun Watson's performance, especially in the last five minutes of the game, was incredible, I, I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs got it. I think their offense is just too explosive right now. Shoot, the past two seasons, even though we don't want to talk about the past, I think their offense has just been incredible. And I don't think Texans' defense can stop that. But even though the Chiefs' defense isn't top tier either, I think they can stop the Texans. I, I'm picking the Chiefs also. You want to talk about uh, second half of the season quarterbacks who flown under the radar? Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes is up there. Uh, after getting hurt and uh, not performing well uh, with a lot of his receivers gone in the first half, you know, he's back to his old ways. Um, the second half of the season, I think I think that he's going to lead the Chiefs to a win uh, by more than one score, too. Ernest, who you like? Uh, I do not have enough information <laughs> on the situation to make an accurate prediction, so I'm just going to go with who I think is a better quarterback, which would be Patrick Mahomes. So... I guess the Chiefs. Ernest said the Chiefs, and I got... And they have Tyreek Hill, you know. He runs like a four-second four. Second four so <laughs> I got the Chiefs, too, and I got five words. Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. That's why they win the game. Quarterback, coach. Hard to find a better combo than those two left in the playoffs. Wilson Carroll. We'll get to that game. In the NFC, the Vikings... At the 49ers, that should be a tough football game. Both teams have shown glimpses of being really good. Both teams have shown glimpses of being not as good. When have the 49ers, besides the last play against the Falcons, shown glimpses of not being good? The whole game versus the Falcons. It should have never been that close. They've been one of the most dominant teams on the year. uh, Just because they beat Seattle in Week 17? They beat beat Seattle. uh, They beat the Saints. They've beaten just about every team. Uh, who are their three losses? The Falcons, who also beat the Saints. I don't know what was up with the Falcons this year. Yeah. Uh, the Seahawks beat them once, and the Ravens. Those are their three losses. I, I think the 49ers are going to pull through on this one. Uh, 
you know, Kirk Cousins uh, getting a big primetime win. I think he's I think he's the real deal. Um, I, as much hate as he gets. Uh, also, the Stephen Diggs, uh, Adam Thielen combination, plus Dalvin Cook. Really, it's an explosive offense. It'll be hard to stop. But you know, I, explosive. The, uh, yes, the Vikings' offense is explosive. <laughs> uh, but I think it's going to be tough to stop uh, the running game and George Kittle um, out there for the Niners. I think they get the win. No. I think the Niners got it. I think their defense is going to be good enough to stop the Vikings, like Bates said. But it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be fun to watch. That, that offense is truly explosive. They got a bunch of talent, backfield and receivers. But, yeah, I think, I think Garoppolo is just going to lead. Uh, they're they're going to have enough drives. They're going to put enough together. I don't Garoppolo's, think it's cool under pressure. I don't think we'll see any domination, but I think it'll be I think it'll be an easy easy call that the the Niners got it. Ernest Nick Bosa. <laughs> all I gotta say, Ernest likes the Niners, and I think these teams are constructed very similarly. Quarterbacks are similar in a lot of ways. Both have pretty good defenses. I feel like these teams are similar, but I feel like the Niners have had a better overall year. I feel like I don't feel like Kirk Cousins is that clutch. I mean, he played good in the Superdome, but I just don't know if he can put this team on a Super Bowl run. This year, at least. The thing is, he doesn't have to. You know, he's got the talent around him. This team isn't just Kirk Cousins. They've got yeah, multiple other weapons out there. I wouldn't be surprised to see them win, uh, to be honest, but I don't think they would. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, these two are similar. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Vikings win, but this game's in San Francisco, so I feel like the 49ers will win at home versus the Vikings and go to the NFC Championship to play the winner of the Seahawks and the Packers. Noah, I want to hear you first for Bates rants about Seattle for 10 minutes. It hurts my soul to think that the Seahawks are going to win this game, mostly just to spite Bates. <laughs> But from what I've seen, the Packers are either on or they're not. They they play good against the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs, but then they also lost to the Chargers. So yeah, that was a weird game. That yeah. was a weird game. Really, the the big contenders this year uh, all have like one bad loss that just can't be explained. You're just it's like, just where, where it's a weird now? it's a weird thing this year. But you think Seattle's going to win? No, I think the I think if if Green Bay's defense is firing on all cylinders, they can stop Russell Wilson. I just don't see that happening. The chances of that lining up just right, I don't see it happening. I think the Seahawks will pull through. Ernest, I want to hear you. This is they... another toss-up. <laughs> uh, it depends on if Beastquake plays well or not. He's getting more touches this week. Exactly. No way to I don't, I don't know. It's, it's going to be tough. Uh, I guess I'd go with a better quarterback again. A little cop out, but you know, uh, better quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, the better quarterback. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Obviously, full scent. I thought you were going to say Russell Wilson. But Put full scent. Put that in the ball. So you go with Green Bay? Yes. Bates, go ahead, Chief. Last two NFC Championship games, the Seahawks were my two favorite NFL games of all time. 2014, you get the Niners. Uh, come, it's a great game, back and forth. Russell Wilson, Colin Kaepernick. It was the greatest rivalry of the season. Uh, for three years there was the toughest rivalry, back and forth, all the way. Before the game-ending drive where Richard Sherman tips a pass to Malcolm Smith to deny Mal- Michael Crabtree a game-winning touchdown, and it afterwards comes one of the greatest uh, you know, rants in history. Uh, my favorite game of all time. Almost won up by the 2050 NFC Championship game. Coincidentally, against the Packers. 
Uh, that game, the Seahawks went down, uh, I believe it was 16 nothing uh, to start the game, but a fake field goal touchdown, uh, followed by a, a late touchdown and an onside kick recovery bouncing off of Richard Corliss's hands uh, to set up a big touchdown to what was his he didn't do anything all year, uh, but made a big catch uh, to recover that fumble and then had a touchdown pass before Russell Wilson's dime to Jermaine Curse in overtime. So now we're back. Uh, I, that may have been the last time that they played the Packers, now I'm thinking about it. Uh, you know, another famous Packers game is the Fail Mary, um, Russell Wilson's entry to the national stage. But I think what it's coming down to is you're at Lambeau uh, and the Seahawks have only lost one game on the road all year. Uh, they played better on the road. Um, and they pulled through uh, with Russell Wilson leading a game-winning drive, as he tends to do. Uh, you know, last week they got another one-score win, um, as almost all their wins were this year. Um, so it's going to be close, without a doubt. Um, What's the key to the football game, Nate? You're talking about past stuff. Yeah, I definitely going to give a little context for my uh, I, I could also, uh, the Marshawn Lynch Beast Quake in uh, 2010 was, you know, all-time great, and now he's back. Uh, I think if he's going to unleash, uh, it'll be here. A lot of people thought he'd be out of shape, including me, but, um, you know, he's had he's been broken into the past two games. Uh, he's going to get more touches this game. He's kind of warmed back up, and he doesn't have the wear and tear of a full regular season that running backs, let's say, Derrick Henry, um, has had. But he also has not been working out all year to be a... No, but he, he's, he's back into uh, game shape. That's what he's been working on the past two weeks. Uh, he's no longer, you know, out of, out of shape as much. He's ready to play, put the team on his back. Uh, need, not Russell Wilson will do that, but he doesn't have to. That's the good news. Uh, also, Travis Homer has been a surprise. Uh, I'm going to say he's dangerous out of the backfield uh, catching the ball. Uh, but, you know, I've, I said all this to say Russell Wilson uh, is going to win this game. Russell Wilson going to win the game. <laughs> Russell Wilson's going to win the game as he wins every game. All right, here we go. I'm going to do it again. I got Green Bay, and I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't think this game will be close. I feel like Green Bay's going to win this game handily at home. I feel like Seattle just cannot keep pulling games out of their butt like this. I just feel like they've played too many close games. Russell Wilson's had to pull too much of the hero card, and I just feel like you can't do it this deep in the playoffs anymore. I feel like they've had a great run all year, but besides Russell Wilson, who's your best player on offense? DK Metcalf, a rookie? Tyler Lockett. I, I mean, that's not a that's not an elite playmaker. I mean, DK played great last week, but he's a rookie. You can't count on that every week. And their running backs, a uh, 50-year-old, come out of <laughs> retirement a couple weeks ago. I mean, yeah, Marshawn Lynch is a – Legend was a legend. legend. Was a legend. But you watch him running around on a football field, and you're like, God, this guy doesn't look like he should still be playing. Tell me that touchdown where he got stuck at the one and he just spun off to get in there. That is vintage Marshawn Lynch. He's like an Eddie Lacy, is what he is right now. He's, Uh. he's, He's he's playing like an Eddie Lacy, but. I just feel like they don't have enough playmakers outside of Russell Wilson. Granted, Russell Wilson is a great playmaker. The greatest playmaker. But the Packers defense is. The best they've had, arguably, in a decade. It's very good Packers defense. It's a defense that could carry them to the Super Bowl. Granted, they goofed up a couple times this year, but they still have Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback who is one of the best of all time. Great quarterbacks can win 
at home when they need to in the playoffs. And this game is in Lambeau. I don't know what the weather's going to be, but Lambeau in January can't be anything nice. So it's going to be rough. Packers going to run the ball with Aaron Jones, and it's going to be a it's going to be a smash mouth game. And I just feel like you're going to take Aaron Jones over Marshawn Lynch in a smash mouth game in Green Bay with the snow. I yes. Green Bay's, I mean, Seattle. Seattle on the dome. Seattle. Seattle doesn't have a dome. Two. They do not. Century Link is open. Yeah, y'all could, y'all could. I see y'all looking that up right now. You don't have to question it. I've been to the stadium. <laughs> I'm not asking. So let's not. I know. I know. Century Link <laughs> is open, Bates. I played I, with them enough times. I'm mad. <laughs> Bates, you never played. That's because they don't have talent, and you know, it's you don't have Russell Wilson's magic card. In Madden, it's not it's not translatable to video. You games. see, that's the thing. Yeah, We're talking about Magic, and I just feel like Magic. When is Magic out. lost? It's gonna run out in Lambert <laughs> this weekend. I feel like all these games, though, all these games we talked about national championship, the four NFL playoff games. I think we're in for a very great weekend of football, and especially considering Mississippi State might have a new head football coach by the time we do our next podcast. And Shuba Hubbard will make his decision to come back to Oklahoma State. Shuba Hubbard going to come back, Bates. Uh, absolutely. He will. Look, Bates, Canadian if you had to choose, if you had to choose between Shuba Hubbard coming back or the Seahawks winning, which one are you going to choose? Wait, is this like which is more likely? One's, getting, one's more likely to happen? No, no. You, if if you I had to choose one, I would definitely choose Seahawks to win the championship. No, I'm talking about this game versus Green Bay. Than the Seahawks thing. No, I'm talking. About, yeah, you have to pick between the Seahawks. I, I, Seahawks I, yes, the I understand the rules of the game, and I'm picking the Seahawks. <laughs> okay. Every every time. Okay. So Chuba's is not that important. Uh, no, because if he goes to the NFL, uh, then the Seahawks will draft him. <laughs> they love their Oklahoma State running backs. You put that in vault. No, but they should. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but we're looking forward to a lot of great football. Thank you, everyone. For listening, this has been the podcast live from the Mega Room for the first time ever. And we look forward to having all of you again next week.